most important thing that I can share about this past week and the most important lesson that I learned is one of those that I'm hoping is as healing for people to hear as it is for me to say it. And that is that I learned, I kind of relearned and really re-embraced the importance this week of how critical it is to mindfully cope when we are not coping. And what I mean by that is, as strange as that may sound, is that there were times this week, admittedly, when I was not coping. And I don't want to say that in a way to judge myself harshly or to beat myself up emotionally. It would have been very easy for me to have gotten really down on myself for completely losing the ability to be objective and I had times this week especially earlier this week uh, there's really you know it's it's strange to say but there really is no story behind it I started to say as I sometimes or pretty pretty often do that the story isn't really important in this case I just for whatever reason I was just really out of sorts and the more people that I have spoken with this uh, past week a lot of people have shared with me that not only this past week, but other you know previous weeks during this current health crisis you know that we are experiencing all over the world. And it's very easy to talk about trying to cope more mindfully under normal circumstances. And it, it, it's also important to talk about how the practice can help us to cope more effectively. But this is really more of what I am exploring today out loud is how we mindfully cope with sometimes just literally not coping at all. And I can truly say that it's it's actually freeing for me as someone who's practiced mindfulness and meditative practice, you know, and done various meditative practices for now getting close to 30 years that I can say it without any hesitation there were times this past week and there have been times this entire three decades that I don't cope and that I and for whatever reason I'm not able to hold it together I like everyone am human and I can't say you know that this happens to everyone I don't have any way to ever really know that but all I can know is my own experience and when I say this week that there were times when I just really could not keep it together. I really mean that. Now the I will say this, I was able to for the most part to take care of what it is that I need to take care of. There were some times where I did need to really stop and I really did need to get quiet. I did need to get still and I and I was very aware of what I was doing. It's in and in fact in a lot of ways it is I believe something that is beneficial to be aware of the fact that I am not coping and I knew it and there was no uh, trying to fool myself about it there was no explaining it away but at the same time what was really very healing about it was is that it was it was that I knew this I knew that I wasn't coping and so as soon as I became aware because there again when I'm watching my mind when I'm being aware of what I'm thinking it makes it much easier for me to be aware of what I can see myself slipping. When I can see that I'm starting to be carried away by all kinds of fears 
or thoughts and speculations or certain holding certain beliefs that are causing me to not really want to be here and now because sometimes it just doesn't feel good to be in the here and now. It doesn't feel good to be in the present moment. Sometimes it does not feel good to be in life dealing with whatever it is we're dealing with. I know that it's best for me to embrace what's going on. I know that it's best for me to be here and sit with whatever it is that I'm feeling. And that's really one of my favorite phrases, to sit with things. In other words, I I may not always be physically, literally sitting, but what I am doing is it, it really, to me, is it, when I say, you know, when I, it, it's not something that I made up. It's something that I learned very on. This was a phrase that one of my earliest meditation teachers shared with me, just sitting with these feelings of yuckiness, sitting with not feeling good, not coping, being afraid. And I know that right now, you know, and I certainly don't want to, to waste any anyone's time speaking about what's going on right now because I know that there's so many people speaking about it. And we all have our own ways of experiencing what's going on right now. And we all have, you know, a different path to walk and experience this. You know, there, there are some commonalities, but there's also some differences. And I find that remembering this week and that's what I found was that just remembering to cut myself a little bit of slack sometimes I'm not going to have it together during a time like this sometimes even when things are are relatively okay I'm not going to have it all together sometimes things are going to get the better of me and the practice itself has never been about achieving perfection it's never you know practicing meditation practicing mindfulness It's never been about trying to get to a place where I'm above any of these things. It's really just a way to be able to cope more effectively with whatever it is I'm dealing with. And that includes not being able to cope very well. And, uh, yeah, this week at times it was not pretty. And at times it was, it was very tenuous. And I, yet the whole time I can also say that I was very aware that this was something that I was perpetuating in my head. In other words, I did not, you know, feel good for whatever reason. And it was all of the thoughts about the way that I was feeling. It was all the thoughts about not coping. It was all the negative reinforcing, you know, the the negative self-talk, the way I was reinforcing this mind state that I was in. And I just didn't feel like I could handle anything. And I just didn't feel like I could think straight. And uh, I really don't know what it, exactly what it was. I just know that sometimes as human beings, uh, there's a host of physiological reasons. Uh, I know there's a lot of anxiety right now. I know a lot of people are dealing with a lot of different things. And, you know, it's possible that I was just kind of plugged into, you know, the collect, you know, sort of the collective conscious experience. I mean, I could get really esoteric with this and speculate about what it, what it was, but I realize I can I can waste a lot of you know my time and other people's time doing that. So what I really want to do is focus on coping, and especially when I'm I'm feeling like I can't cope or I don't want to cope. And sometimes that's really the way it is. Sometimes I just don't want to do the work, and it's it's all very natural. It's all very normal. It's all very human. 
And the beautiful part about it is, is that, you know, I, I don't have any hesitation sharing these things because practicing this over the years has not made me any less human. In fact, if anything, my hope is that it's made me more human. My hope is that it's made me easier to be completely transparent about the fact that sometimes I am my own worst enemy, about the fact that sometimes I don't do myself any favors. And this is psychically, this is mentally, this is, you know, this is physically, whatever it is, that I can embrace the fact that part of my human experience, I can't say this for everyone, but an important part of my human experience is being able to cope with the times when, for whatever reason, I'm just not really holding it together. I'm just not really able to keep it all together. And I can get really caught up in trying to penalize myself for that, but it's all it's really going to do is just make me feel worse about myself and make it much less likely for me to get my act together at some point. And this week, I can truly say as well that there it took me a while to do that. It really, really did. I just had to finally accept the fact that this is where I was. And having the awareness of being able to realize that, you know, that, that we're in a mind state like this and that it's very possible that we're doing this to ourselves. I mean, I can't say that for anybody else, but I know for me that I was. I mean, I was feeling something physiologically and then I was essentially thinking about the way that I was feeling and I just could not seem to get myself out of that loop. And I finally came to a point where I realized I just had to accept the fact that I wasn't coping very well. And I, as soon as I realized that, as soon as that awareness came online, it's very valuable and it's very beneficial because as soon as I knew it, I was very, very careful about, with, about my interactions with others. I wanted to be very, very careful and make sure that I was not putting myself or anyone else in a position where I might say something hurtful, where I might possibly have been feeling sorry for myself and, and trying to play the victim with, with other people. I don't want to be that guy. I don't ever want to be that guy. And I have been that guy before. And I know now that the only way to make sure that I don't do that in the future is to continue to practice sustaining that awareness of what my mind is doing. I, I knew very well that I was going to get to a place where I was going to be able to pull it together, but I just, I, I trusted in that and I had to just really be open to it, even though I didn't want to be. And there's no, there was no magic formula for me to get it all together. I mean, there wasn't any way that I could just basically, uh, you know, take myself in, in, and put myself in a position where I could finally just do what I needed to do and get over myself, so to speak and just get on with life and just get on with it. So it was really about, you know, I know a lot of people talk about self-care and I do think it's very, very important. And I know that, you know, some of the most important self-care for me is that awareness, giving myself the gift of being aware of the fact that sometimes I'm just a mess and I know that. And if I know that, I can't deny it. If I know that, I can make allowances to make sure that I'm not inflicting this on anyone else through possibly saying something in an, in an insensitive way, through not really being able to be patient with people. This is usually 
for me how this kind of thing manifests itself. I can't really be with people. I can't really be present because I'm too busy wallowing in my own stuff. Uh, if somebody needs me or needs uh, help or advice or whatever it may be or just needs me to be there and be present with them, it's very difficult to do when I'm in the midst of a what I refer to as a thought attack. I am so busy thinking these negative thoughts about myself, about others, or a combination of both of those, that I'm just really not able to be here for people. And there are times when I've gotten so carried away with this that I'm not even able to be here for myself. I'm not even able to be of any help to myself. And that's not a, not a great place to be, but it's, it's something that I would imagine most people can identify with. And so I just had to accept the fact that this is where I was. And I knew that, the, you know, the more that I tried to, if I trying to pretend like I was okay when I wasn't okay, was certainly not going to do me any good. To blame anybody else for where I found myself was going to be also just really a, a form of delusion on my part because it wasn't anybody else's fault. And to expect anybody to make me feel better or to, uh, uh, to distract me so that I didn't have to feel what I was feeling, uh, that wasn't going to be of any help. So really where I found myself was just really confronting this is how I felt. And the more that I, you know, I really didn't have to do anything per se. If I had to do anything at all, it was just really to be focusing on being and just let it run its course. And it generally always does. It generally, things do start to lighten up after a while. Uh, the more that I try to do to make it go away, it's probably not going to go away because all I'm really doing then is I'm just giving my time and energy to something and perpetuating it because it seems like what's the old saying, an object in motion stays in motion. And so the more that I, the more energy that I expend and time that I expend uh, perpetuating something and keeping it in motion, the longer it's going to, uh, that I'm going to have to deal with it and the longer it's going to be a, a, a challenge for me. And really, the other side of this is that not just mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice, but these meditative practices. And I found myself this week getting really reacquainted. And not that I really have, have it's not that I have uh, forgotten about these things. It's just that I really, really had to draw upon them. I really had to to almost like, I would almost use the word to rely on them this week. And that was, you know, med- you know what they refer to as breath meditation, just calming the mind. I could not really have any perspective at all. I couldn't really pay attention to what was going on in my mind until I could calm it to a certain degree. And so doing a practice of just breathing in and out repeat- repeatedly was very, very beneficial this week. Just literally paying attention to my breath in, my breath out. Uh, there was a lot of time spent just paying attention to things outside of me. Uh, you know, noises that I might be hearing, things that I might be seeing. Some way to take the focus off of me. And it's so critical during these times when we are struggling to cope, when it's hard to get perspective. When they're in, we don't have any headspace at all because we're too deeply into whatever it is we're believing about what we're feeling. And I know for me and people that I've taught and shared this with, it it really is about getting our minds more calm. It could be taking a walk. It could be doing Tai Chi or some sort of martial arts. 
there are so many things that can be done. I, you know, I could sit here and spend the rest of, the, of this time reciting all of those things. That, you know, I know that most importantly, it's about finding something that works for me and for everyone basically doing the same and having something to draw upon when our minds are just completely carried away the emotions are just running wild and the self-defeating thoughts are running wild and no wonder it's hard to cope it's it is it's very difficult to cope when we are locked in a loop of this where we just can't seem to get any perspective or we can, you know we have no ability to be objective whatsoever and it's it's almost like being so wrapped up in myself and being so intensely subjective that that's all I can see is whatever I believe about what is happening. I'm not open to even even accepting that maybe things aren't what I think they are and that if I can just stop for a minute and stop believing what's going on in my own head and thinking that I know that I could very well open myself up to the possibility that maybe it isn't as bad as I think and maybe all is not lost and that's really where I found myself this week is there were times where I just, I really did feel like all was lost. And, uh, I would imagine that this is something that, you know, I, I know I've talked to other people who've gone through this and I would certainly have to think that some people who listen to this would be able to identify in some way. And I know that while I can't, there's a lot of things about this world that I can't control. I know this is one of those things that I can control. And that is, my willingness to sit with whatever is going on in the world, however I feel, no matter how tentative is it, tentative, tentative it is, how tenuous it is, if, it, if, if it's scary, if I feel completely unsteady and unsure of myself and, and where I stand and where things are going, I, I still can actually be here. I can actually pay attention to what my mind is doing and, and and if I can not fall victim to believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling I'm in a much better position to potentially get through this and get on the other side of it and be able to reestablish some calm and some perspective and the ability sometimes to think is very helpful and beneficial and I, I find sometimes for me that the ability to think can sometimes be a real detriment Sometimes it can be, it can really get in the way. And this week is one of those times when it's not that there's anything wrong with thinking as it is on its own. It's just what we do with that ability. It's what we do with it. That is what makes the difference. It is, uh, it can be both, you know, very beneficial and it can also be, be very detrimental. I don't want to use the word dangerous. I don't think that's, that might be going a little bit overboard, but it's really about, just being able to ask myself objectively, you know, you know, is the way that I'm thinking really making this worse for me? Am I believing things that are ultimately preventing me from being able to cope? Uh, is my speculations about, you know, whether it's going to get better or when it's going to get better, is that really making it more difficult for me? If I'm so busy worrying about those things, uh, the worry in of itself, I know, won't help. I know it won't make anything any. It's certainly not going to make anything any easier. And all I can do to make the situation better is really all I can do. And at some point, for me, I found that that has to be enough. And I know that I can really only focus on doing what I can to make the situation better. And if I am making it harder for myself to cope through 
uncontrolled thinking, I guess would be the way I would put it, unrestrained thinking, uh, I know I'm not going to be in a really great position, and I'm not. I'm really not going to be able to do anything positive at all if that's where I'm at. And so I want to be able to make some sort of positive impact on my, you know, on those that are around me, and as well as in my own life. And in order to do that, I know that I have to be able. I I can only use the mind that I have, and I know that this practice has enabled me to utilize this mind that I have in the best way possible and to be able to cope in the best way possible. And thankfully this week, this practice really saved my, saved me in a lot of ways and gave me the ability to get through this and uh, to not make it any harder on myself than I already had because it's, that's, you know, the other part of this is it's just, it's almost like in a way I can keep doubling down on making the mistake it's not even a mistake. It's just that I can double down on believing everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. I can compound uh, the damage that I'm doing to myself, not to judge myself harshly or to beat myself up or to fault myself. But at the end of the day, if it's, it's almost like in a way with my mind, I can do more damage and make it way more harder on myself and uh, way more hard on myself than I think anyone else really can. And once I realize that, then I can act accordingly. And in order to act accordingly, in this case, it does take practice. And thankfully, I've done it before now. Uh, It doesn't make me immune, but it at least means that I have some practice at a practice that actually helps me be able to cope more effectively. And it's available to any of us. It's not too late. Uh, You know, it really isn't. It's just, you know, somebody can start this now during these times and it will definitely help and help soon uh, and it's just a matter of continuing the practice continuing to to keep coming back to the present moment to keep paying attention to these thoughts as they come through it's not easy to watch our thoughts and I've spoken and had many interesting conversations with people who've undertaken this practice for the first time and are completely overwhelmed by not really liking to pay attention to actually see what is going on in our thoughts, to see what's going on in our minds is not easy at first. And it's just a matter of continuing to do, to practice, to continuing to come back to center, to continuing to pay attention, that it does get easier over time. And eventually it gets to a place where we can actually begin to look at these thoughts, even if it is difficult, even if it doesn't feel good. And in a time, in times like this, I'm finding that it's, it's now more than ever is making an incredible difference in my in my quality of life and in the ability to be able to cope when sometimes it feels like it's almost impossible to cope.